0: Boxers, trainers, fight fans, and eaters of the bags of donuts. This (laughs) is the No Decision podcast. Today, we are going to go through a four-round sweep. Heavyweights, 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 mental issues, and a fight that shouldn't be made but was made anyway. Mm. So, from top to bottom, Ruiz Ariola, Parker Chisora... Ryan Garcia pulling out of his fight with Javier Fortuna and Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Let's get it going. First up, we got the two big boys. Andy Ruiz Jr., Chris Arreola, 12 rounds, heavyweight, WBA, title eliminator, Dignity Health Sports Park, Carson, California, Fox PBC. Both guys coming off losses. Arreola was knocked out by Adam Kalnachki. And I think he fought Deontay Wilder and got his lights taken out a few years back. Andy Ruiz coming off that big loss against Anthony Joshua, giving all those titles back. This is what this is what happens when you party too much, <laughs> when you pull a Roberto Duran. But both guys seem to be well poised to take this fight. Ariola was very trim, looked like a football player. Andy Ruiz went to San Diego, got coached up by Eddie Reynoso. Yes, sir. Dropped from 300 to 257. The pictures look nice. Getting there in the ring, I—I I mean, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, but the pictures—the pictures really got me there. Not gonna lie, had, <laughs> a- a- AJ- a- AJR had me in the in the first half. Not gonna lie, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. Those two fought. Those two put on a great show. Ruiz actually got knocked down in the second round and wobbled in the third. Yeah, but somehow. Some way that Eddie Reynoso coaching that mid-fight adjustment, Ruiz went back to his old style of brawling, and being a little more smart. As a result, he pretty much won the rest of the fight. Yeah. But it was a pretty close. There were there were some rounds that you could have given to Cristobal Ariola. I actually gave Ariola two, three, five, and eleven. Oh wow. So, but the score didn't really reflect that obviously 118 110 and i think the other one was like 119 109 yeah
1: it was all in the
0: favor of andy ruiz right and of course uh i didn't agree with that score i thought it was a little too lopsided i don't want to go back into the well of criticizing judging but i will say i think the biggest highlight outside of uh knocking down aj ruiz and uh Wobbling him in the third round. Cristobal Ariola said, you all can SMD in the post-fight conference in the ring, which I thought was pretty hilarious. (laughs) Nonetheless, Ruiz wins a UD, gets the WBA Eliminator winner tag, and is still in the running to fight for a world title. Yeah. So congrats to him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This was a very interesting fight. Um, I thought, you know... uh, Going back to to you know what you said first, um, it, I it did kind of surprise me that um, Ruiz, um, he looked quite slim in the in the weigh in, um, and then you know of course like he had to gain all that weight back, and I don't think any heavyweight has had to go through this massive transformation that Ruiz has had. I remember I think he weighed like three hundred twenty at one point, and then now he slimmed down to two eighty. That's that's a massive difference, um, especially for a heavyweight, right? I mean, heavyweight fighters generally don't need to cut weight because there is no ceiling that they have to fight in or there's no bottom that they have to fight in. Um, well, there is well, a yeah, Well, yes, yeah. there is a bottom, my bad. Uh, but I'm saying, you know, when you're in Ruiz's shoes, there really is no bottom that you can... I don't think Ruiz is built to go under 200 pounds. But um, I think... Um, yeah, it, it, I wasn't shocked to see him put on a little bit more weight during the fight. Um, I think, you know, he he probably felt that he needed a little bit more power against Ariola, right? Because Ariola, he was going to come in at, like, what, 260, two 270 for sure. Like, he was going to be... Well, he weighed in much.
0: at 225, believe it or not. Damn. Okay, wow. And uh, Ruiz weighed in at 256, 257. But what I was trying to say is that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the the Instagram pics for uh, Ruiz looked nice, but in the ring it didn't look like the Instagram pic. So that's what I meant by he had me in the yeah, first yeah. half. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, there was still some soft parts to his uh to his uh, ab- abdomen, right? I mean, of course. But uh, yeah, uh, I I think he's gonna trim. He's gonna cut down a little bit more. Um, I could see Andy Ruiz being this kind of sleek fighter. Uh, I don't know how sleek he wants to be. I don't know. This is probably Eddie Reynoso's first heavyweight fighter that he's had to train. but uh yeah, uh right from the start, right? like Ariola uh, pretty much knocked down Ruiz was a pretty big shock to me. Um, but Ruiz kind of had it coming because he he just wanted to trade with Ariola at the beginning. I thought that was a massive mistake um because I mean Ariola, you know, of course he's a brawler as well. But uh, of course he got caught, and then like you said, he got hurt in the third round. But uh, Andy Ruiz started pumping that jab after the third round, and like you said, Wes, I actually give him pretty much all the rounds after the third round. Um, I thought it was a uh, Ruiz landslide. I thought the the judges were were pretty fair, and uh, they're judging. I, I do agree that there are some rounds where you could have given it to Ariola. Maybe I cut. I, mean, I think they. I gave him the ninth round. Uh, like what you said, um, I said you, two, three, five, and eleven. Five and eleven. Okay, I yeah, I definitely the eleven. I think the eleven was probably his best, right? Because then Ariola was just like he, he was fighting for. He knew that I think I think his corner knew that um he was down in the score card uh, the scorecards and. He needed to, of course he was also kind of maintaining that um, shoulder injury at that point. So he really had nothing to lose, but yeah, I I think, I think it was a pretty good fight. Um, I don't know about running it back though. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm sorry, Areola, Uh, but there's a lot more opportunities for, for Andy Ruiz right now.
0: Um, And so, yeah, who knows? We'll see. Absolutely. And before we move on, I want to say that that card was very, very good. It was pretty good. Um, I think the biggest highlight was Arizlandi Lara knocking out his guy in the first round. And that was a regular title fight. I think yeah. it was the WBA. The middleweight, uh, yeah. Middleweight. And now, given Arizlandi Lara's history, you might think <laughs> that he's going to start trying to call out Charlo's or yeah. Triple G Canelo Alvarez.
1: Hey, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, right? Uh he was he kind of did steal the show uh, early on. Um kind of set the crowd up for something special and so Yeah, I, I can't believe it. You know, Arizona I knew Arizona De Lara was still fighting, but he looked incredible.
0: Yeah, I mean I I mean I when I saw like that card, right? I was like, oh, man, that's very – it's a very, very uh, stacked card. It is, A lot of title fights, a lot of fighters that I'm familiar with. Um, Actually, when I was watching it with my dad, uh, he was uh, pretty excited – he, my dad, was pretty excited for Sebastian Fundora. Yeah. Six-foot-six boogeyman. (laughs) Holy cow. Like, dang, man. Like, the guy guy is good. And – ramos, ramos. Uh, who fought way earlier in the card yeah yeah like dang like Eight. yeah it was it was very good i mean i i can't i well can't done. Well done, uh, PVC. blame i can't blame BVC, man like yeah PVC had it yeah and yeah man holy cow <laughs> but hey uh that was that was good that was good so shout out to andy ruiz let's see if he gets another title fight with an Anthony Joshua or a Tyson Fury, you know, either one of those two. Of course, uh, probably one of the more logical matchups to make is Deontay, Deontay Wilder. Deontay
1: Wilder. Yes, sir. But, of
0: course, uh, I think Deontay needs a, a tune-up fight before he can fight a another right name-brand fighter um, in that division.
1: I also heard, you know, it, it might be possible for a Ruiz Chisora. So, more on that sure. a little bit later. So, yeah, we'll sure. see.
0: We're going to call a quick timeout here. When we come back, we will talk about uh, Joseph Parker and Derek Chisora and their fight across the pond. We'll be right back. Boxers, trainers, fight fans, welcome back to the No Decision Podcast. We are now going to dive into the fight that took place across the pond uh, last night or yesterday afternoon in our time, central time, U.S. and Canada. And that is the Joseph Parker versus Derek Chisora fight. Now, this was held over the zone. Manchester, England, uh, both guys, no stranger to the European circuit, heavyweights. These guys have been going at it for the past few months. Surprising that Chisora decided to take a fight six months after he got dinged by <laughs> Alexander Usyk and against a guy that's very game in Joseph Parker. Yeah. And this fight was fireworks. If ESPN Classics was still a thing, this would be it. <laughs> and much like... uh his uh, Mexican counterpart, Joseph Parker got knocked down early, but this time it was in the first round compared right. to the second of Andy Ruiz. But he somehow managed to weather the storm and it was a back and forth fight. And at the end, it was a split decision victory for Joseph Parker. Derek Chisora couldn't believe it. Uh, Joseph Parker's team wanted to take this fight as a statement fight to say, Derek Chisora, you're done. But war does not believe in retiring at this point in time. You know, especially after a fight like that, it goes to show that he still has a little bit of form and is still willing to go to war with somebody. But, man, that was a very good fight across the pond. It was a very early day at the office, but it was worth it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we spoke about this Wes, um, off um, off camera, but um, this was a very tough, tough fight for me to judge. Um, because usually a lot of the fights that I, I, I look at you know there's clearly a boxer and there's clearly a brawler, right? Um, and usually you know it's usually who the guy who imposes his will a little bit more. Um, these two guys just were like, I don't know, uh, it was confusing because at, at one point Parker started becoming the boxer, started to use his his uh, reach a little bit um, using his jab, utilizing his jab. Getting some pretty good angles on Chisora, but then there there was times where just Parker would just fall into the trap and start trading with Chisora on the inside. Um, but yeah, it it was uh it was a really good fight. Props to Parker for for getting up. Um, I know at, at first it was a little bit confusing whether it was um a knockdown, uh, but it was right. It, there was a there was a there was a punch thrown. Uh, unfortunately um you know like ah it it was really tough it was really tough um i could have probably seen it as a draw a little bit more than um a a win but that's why we have three judges right uh and so split split decision to parker um and keep in mind right this is tesora is 40 i believe this was well parker wanted Right, okay, there you go. So, I mean, yeah, uh, that's the thing, right? I mean, Parker is trying to kind of prove himself, right, as a heavyweight fighter, and Chisora, like you said, coming off of that loss from Usyk. So, yeah, it, I, I think this is, as opposed to uh, Ruiz Ariola. I think Parker and Chisora are at a standstill at this moment.
0: Yeah, I mean... It's not like they're in the running to fight right? Joshua or Fury or Ruiz or Parker uh, or maybe Chisora, maybe hmm. uh, because of his name and who they fought or who he's fought against. But right. I mean, the same could be made for Joseph Parker, right? Joseph yeah. Parker has fought Anthony Joshua. Right. While Chisora has fought, I think, both. Uh, or no, no, that's Dillian White. Well, yeah, Chisora White. is the one that fought <laughs> D- uh Chisora is the one that has fought Tyson Fury.
1: Uh, I could see um, either one of these guys.
0: Mm. Well,
1: okay. I, I well, actually, why, I... doesn't JP, why doesn't JP
0: fight Deontay Wilder?
1: Oh, well, right. I mean, that's the thing, right? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but as opposed to Ruiz Ariola, I think um, you could actually run this back. Right? Um Because it was just way too close to call. And like I said, they're at a standstill. You know, I I feel like who's next for Chisora? Who's next for Parker? Uh, Now, there's rumors that you want Chisora versus Ruiz. I think that'd be a good fight. Uh, I think,
0: you know, it's a little bit tricky, but we'll see. Would it be worth it, though? Because if you're Chisora, you're coming off of two losses.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. And then I don't think, you know, you want to match Ruiz with, you know, a guy like like Chisora, who came off two, two losses. But maybe Ruiz, Deontay, is a little bit more um, marketable, right? Uh, it's also a really absolutely. good
0: fight. Absolutely, 100%.
1: It's actually, yeah, it's absolutely a, a really good fight. Um, And so, but like I said, right? I mean, <laughs> for Parker, uh, who does he fight next? For Chisora, who does he fight next? I think you have to, like, run it back to kind of see if there's... A, a little bit more clarity in the second fight, but we'll see.
0: Absolutely. But for what it's worth, you know, shouts to Joseph Parker for, uh, going into enemy territory and eking out the win against Derek Tisora. Now, whether we'll see these two again, that's has yet to be known, but for now we got to enjoy the entertainment value that those two have brought us. I'm sure they got some, uh, bonuses for that. <laughs> it's a classic. And, man. you know, there was even a classic before that with, uh, Katie Taylor and Natasha Jonas. Yeah almost in the same fashion right so yeah so shout out to match room there for uh giving us good entertainment
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right we're gonna call another time out here when we come back we're gonna talk about the yo- one of the younger stars in the game having to pull out of one of his biggest tests due to due to some issues that i think affect more than just athletes around the world we'll be right back and welcome back to the no decision podcast Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia. He was supposed to have a big test this summer against Javier Fortuna Mm. after coming off his spectacular win over Luke Campbell. But unfortunately, he has pulled out of the fight to deal with, uh, by his words, mental health issues. Now, that is a very important, very sensitive topic when it comes to not just athletes, but also people. And, you know, what I think, A lot of us don't realize is that athletes are people too yeah right yeah i mean you and i both know that right because we're obviously covering the sport and to some extent we've played a lot of sports so we understand some of the mental toll that it takes right and we've met with you know athletes have gone further in their careers and what they go through on a daily basis right but yeah you know me personally uh especially someone who kind of struggles with mental health at times, you know, it's kind of like, Hey, I think this is okay. Right. You know, we, we get to see Ryan Garcia as this guy. That's like punching at 300 miles an hour on the gram, knocking dudes out left and right being so marketable, but we don't get to see what happens behind the scenes. Right. And of course it's not our place to speculate what happens, you know, behind closed doors. But what we can do is support him in at least taking the time to, at least be get right, be okay, be happy with himself.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, for me, I think it's a well deserved break. Everyone seems to be on board with it, whether it's his promoters, his team, uh, his opponent, you know, and hopefully we get to see him back uh, in this calendar year.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I also love that uh, there's a lot of fighters that, you know, are backing him up. Um, I think, you know, especially like you said, right, a lot of athletes. You know, I mean, athletes are people, too, and um, especially in the world of boxing, right, where, you know, you're not supposed to show emotions that will make you seem weaker, right? But I think in this case, um, Garcia, like, he he was very brave in coming out and saying, like, you know, I need to work on myself. Um, I have mental health issues, and I don't think a lot of fighters would admit to you know having mental health issues because like i said this is this is a sport where you're not to, you're not supposed to show any kind of emotions that mm-hmm. would you know of course like people are so quick to to judge right um especially against these fighters um and a lot of these fighters would probably get hit with the uh, you know man up you know
0: that that condescending man line. up you know right that's that, weak you know right. this that and the other you know
1: Right. And and so, you know, um, exactly. And so, like, uh, I applaud, you know, Ryan Garcia for for stepping up and and saying and and admitting, you know, that um, that he needs to take time for himself as well. Uh, And like I said, right, especially against these fighters, these guys are put under tremendous amount of pressure, maybe even for Ryan Garcia, because he's kind of this guy that's, you know, kind of. We're saying it might be the next Golden Boy. He he's the next guy that will you know bring in a lot of money uh, to the sport. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know, props to him. Um, I know that for sure. Uh, there's a lot of fighters out there that at times can't um, open up about you know how they feel, uh, how they truly feel, because. A lot of a lot of times I mean I hate to say a lot of times these these fighters have to you know um, protect their image right and I think Mike Tyson is, is one of those guys that you know, I mean there's a lot of fighters right but Mike Tyson at the end of his career kind of also admitted to a lot of things that you know he, he kept inside and so yeah uh, and so I'm glad that Ryan Garcia is is seeking help. Uh, And he's seeking time for himself. And so, yeah, I I applaud him. And hopefully, you know, he gets back into the ring. um, He'll be stronger and more, more happy.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I want to take this moment, to, uh, you know, not only give ourselves or Ryan Garcia or any boxer trainer, fight fan, but really just anyone who is listening right now. And actually people in general, like, you know, your mental health is important okay you know don't don't let people call you soft or whatever it may be because you know we're we're human beings we're animate objects right right we can only take so much you know we're not machines you know sure we can process a lot of information but sometimes that processing can be really really stressful really hurtful at times yeah so you know don't don't forget that there are people that care for you, that people that support you. Um, and, you know, when, when there are times where you actually feel like you need help, access it. Right. There's no loss of credibility no loss of, you know, whatever, because you need help. You know, it's like, we're not, we're not meant to do things alone all the time. Right. So, you know, seek your help, use your network, Use your support system. Trust me, it'll pay dividends in the future. And now, actually. Or all times, basically. But uh, on that note, we're going to take our last time out of the night. When we come back, we're going to talk about probably the biggest exhibition fight this summer. We'll be right back. Boxers, trainers, fight fans. This is the No Decision Podcast. Our last fight to talk about tonight. Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul. It'll be the day after the uh, Teofimo Lopez versus George Cambosa's fight. So he'll be fighting on a Sunday in Miami against Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather is. And he, he's he been training, apparently. He uh, shared a photo on his Instagram with uh, his gloves and shorts from sparring covered in blood. And he has all kinds of intentions to destroy logan well logan has all kinds of intentions to destroy floyd there are weight limitations uh logan can be can be no lower than 190 pounds Mm. or i mean no bigger than 190 pounds i'm sorry and floyd can be no bigger than 160. Mm. so it's like a middleweight versus a cruiser weight cruiser yeah absolutely so i don't have any specifics on the rounds I know it's going to be right after the big uh, lightweight unification bout. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's finally happening. It's finally happening. Right. Uh, let me ask LGF, you this West. LGF. Let's
1: go Floyd. Let me ask you uh, this West, Um Do you know what weight? Um... Oh, wait. No, no, no. Oh no. uh, yeah. Do you know what weight that um, Mayweather fought McGregor in?
0: I think it was 147. 147.
1: Okay, I was about to ask. Uh, do you think Floyd is gonna go up to 160? You yeah, think he feels comfortable. Do you think like he'll do that for fi- uh, fight plan? He'll be smart too, can... right? Because then
0: he'll he'll pack a little bit more more mass. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't also be surprised if he like came in at like <laughs> 155. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then went up to 164 for the fight night.
1: Right, right, Well, that's the thing, right? It's because I mean, I did see that video as well. I mean, I, I, yeah, like I, I've I've seen like uh, Floyd's Instagram recently. He looks like he walks around 135. So this is gonna be a massive weight gain if he's gonna if he's gonna go to 160. That's why I I found it interesting. Maybe he's probably gonna. I thought he was gonna say maybe like 145, 150. Um, that way, you know, he doesn't really, I mean, not like he needs to stay sharp for this fight, but I mean, maybe he wants to put a little bit more mass because Logan is a pretty big guy, right? So,
0: yeah, I mean, there was no way they were going to get those two to fight in a, <laughs> in a, you know, negotiable weight class. Oh no, no, so, no, absolutely not. Of course, of course it was probably fair to have them fight at a limit that they know that their bodies can take. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Know, with Floyd having experience fighting in that division before, right. For a little bit. And then of course, you know, low for Logan, you know, that's probably the lowest his body could take. Cause he is naturally bigger than uh, uh, yeah. Floyd anyway. I was about to say, um, but, but I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Right. Right. Obviously.
1: Well, I was about to say, um, Floyd already has the advantage. Floyd has to go up in weight. Whereas Logan has to go down. Right. Uh, it's, that's 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 a huge disadvantage. Um, I mean, I don't know if Logan has ever fought in a 180. You said once 180, 190, right? 190 is the, 190. The limit. Yeah. I mean, I know he walks around 220, I think. And so that's that's a huge loss right there, too. So I think already like they set that up to to make sure that, like, of course, Floyd is a smaller guy. We have to protect him. Uh, but I don't think he needs a lot of protecting. I think he'll he'll fucking, I think he'll he'll take Logan.
0: Uh, Absolutely, and don't forget, like Floyd is the boxer, Logan is the poser, <laughs> and this is boxing. Boxing, right? So, <laughs> you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if, say, Floyd takes a tour here and tries to clean them both. That, that's what I'm
1: saying. This is I don't think Floyd needs to go to 160. Uh, I think he could just really just play around with with Logan. Uh, from I wouldn't the, be from surprised if he
0: just comes in at 147. I wouldn't to be surprised be either.
1: I wouldn't be surprised either. And
0: either. then just try and cut off the ring and do all of that stuff. he <laughs> will walk, walk, walk him down. he will walk him down. down. Like, uh, yeah. Walk, walk him down and actually play offense.
1: Right. Exactly. Walk him like uh, like what he did to May, uh, to Mayweather to McGregor McGregor fight. Right. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, I think Logan's gonna get a massive boxing lesson. Um, and so, yeah, I can't wait for it. If I'm Logan Paul, yeah, like, weigh in at 190, but eat as much as you can. Try to weigh 220 at the fight because, I mean, you you want every chance you can get. Uh, that might not be healthy, but,
0: I mean, such is the and boxing I, life. I found this matchup really interesting, too, because Logan's the the one with an actual loss <laughs> on his record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by by using numbers you would think that Jake is in better form. <laughs> but then again, you know, Jake went off and fought basketball players and wrestlers and wrestlers. Too. So
1: So I mean I, I mean, guess, you could I, guess say, I guess we're um, going to have I guess we're going to have to wait. I guess you could say Jake has a little bit more um, credibility, but I mean, like we said, I think the the previous podcast, I mean, Jake Jake Paul wants all the heat Fight, uh, fight Fury, fight uh, not Tyson Fury, but his, br- uh, his brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think we should put our focus on this first. Yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> I'm excited now. I I am so stoked. I mean, yeah, yeah, that weekend's gonna be lit. I mean, yeah. Teofimo and Floyd on the same weekend. <laughs> wait I mean, I'll, I'll take it let me let me ask you this was is this gonna be hosted by triller i don't think so okay okay or i hope not because <laughs> that would that was just be too much has any triller fight gone to distance
1: yet the, uh, the only one is tyson and um roy jones right
0: roy jones but yeah they i can't really draw. think of i can't really think of anything else right it's a,
1: okay okay so <laughs>
0: But yeah, that is the end of our podcast. Uh, before we close uh, tonight, I did want to share a couple uh, new stories that I've come across over the week. Uh, you know, and we did take a week off, so we're uh, actually picking up the pieces here. But um, we're going to have an all uh, Puerto Rican battle uh, this summer with uh, Edgar Berlanga, who uh, just came off his win. He'll be facing uh, the venerable Gabe Rosado. Let's go, guys. So that, that's, that's gonna be fun. Uh, our guy Loma is coming back to fight Masayoshi Nakatani on June 26th. Now, if you all don't remember, Lomachenko came off a big upset loss to Teofima Lopez while Masayoshi Nakatani scored a huge upset over uh Felix Verdejo. Yep. and lastly, uh, not to kill the energy here, but uh, I want to send uh, my condolences or our condolences to the uh, family of Rashid al Swaisat, yes, um, who uh, died after being seriously injured in the World Youth Championships, um, very young, only 18 years old. Uh, it's a reminder of how deadly this sport can be. And, you know, for us as fans to just be able to sit here and watch it, you know, um, it, it's, it's. It's it's really unimaginable and what uh, you know the two combatants have to go through in the ring for a certain amount of time, but uh, yeah you know rest in peace to Rashid Al-Swaysat, uh, condolences to his family and um, to the uh, Jordanian uh, boxing team. But uh, with that uh, we are closed now. Um, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, we'll have a fresh set of rounds for you next week. But until then. I'm Wasavara. He's Joy Villapondo. Have a great night.